0: our eyes to
1: the skies. It's time for Space Out yeah. on 95 BFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium. Josh is our spaceman. Kia ora. mate, Hello. how's it going? Ah, oh, and uh, tēnā right, right back at you. Have you, I was actually looking up uh, Media Lunch the other day in that really cool skit where, uh, uh eating,
0: is it Eating Media Lunch?
1: yeah is that what it's called i think so and uh the tenakoto challenge do you does that register with you at all
2: no what is that
1: it's fantastic it's early newsboy, and uh he's basically calling up uh different establishments and seeing how many how many times you can pump out a tenakoto before they sort of cut you off oh uh, no
2: i saw a tiktok about that i didn't really understand oh, what it was but it? yeah i don't know what
0: he's talking about it's it's, it's up fantastic. online you can find it on youtube or yeah, somewhere. Yeah. It's pretty funny <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll try it next time yeah <laughs> anyway to space to space
0: Now, uh, Jeff Bezos is at it again, and it turns out that he's just going to sue people if he doesn't get what he wants.
2: Oh, it's just a bit of a a joke at this point. But, um, yes, we had his company, Blue Origin, which um, we've discussed. They didn't win that contract for the NASA lander um, for the moon. And now, you know, they kind of kicked up a stink at the start and complained. And now they're actually suing NASA so <laughs> taking them to court for not picking them so oh,
0: man, oh, it's, just,
2: like it's a little bit too far eh? toys out
0: the cot kind of vibe. does NASA have to respond?
2: I mean no it's the thing about the, the NASA contracts is they initially were going to actually give out two contracts so they actually could have given um you know blue origin one but it comes down to funding and you know their money comes from congress so that they didn't actually get enough funding to send out two contracts so mm-hmm. they only really had enough for one and they've given that to spacex so i mean there's not a huge amount they can do because you know they're limited by their funds from the
1: federal government does, so, the thing is yeah. does bezos even need any money at all can he just they should just be like look mate you make one anyway and well, that's you, can, the thing. you can play yeah. in the sandpit as well. There's heaps of materials.
2: And that's the thing. I mean, he's he's got, like, billions of his own dollars. And he, he even actually offered to, like, pay for the cost of a lot of the development. But, mm. you know, I think in the long run, you know, this is from a company that, again, is yet to reach orbit. So... You know, NASA's obviously going to pick SpaceX, someone, you know, they've got their tried and true technology and they've proved that they can, you know, build those things really quickly. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. At some point, would the federal government step in on NASA's behalf and just say, bugger off, Jeff Bezos, this is a waste of time for everyone?
2: Oh, probably not. I mean, they're, they're pretty stingy with the funds, too. Mm. Um, the, you know, NASA always, they kind of bid for this is how much money we want, and they usually get less, sometimes it's a bit more. but. Yeah, they're, they're pretty stint on the money, so they mm-hmm. kind of have to be as fi- as efficient as they can with what they do have.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think there'll be any real outcome from this court case of Bezos no, trying to sue NASA? No,
2: definitely not. I, I think it'll just be thrown out. I mean, even if, you know, NASA could give out two contracts, they probably wouldn't give it to them anyway, so yeah, it's just a bit of a waste of time. I think they're just kind of trying to make a statement, I guess, but... Yeah, For so what what's the
1: point? Do we know if perhaps we are scorning somebody with lots of money and perhaps we're making some kind of evil genius who's working on a death right now?
2: <laughs> I mean Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably him. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> <We> <laughs> kind of, like, secret labs, I feel like something. we're
1: like making like the perfect evil person. Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, he's over there. He's already like pretty, a super b- villain. He's bald, right? Turns into like yes, the green yeah. goblin <laughs> or something. Like, it's perfect, man. <laughs> it's kind of right there everything's there we got yeah right. all the elements
2: are there
0: so yeah Very right. Dr. Evil yeah definitely Dr. Evil yeah yeah now uh, Cur- Curiosity is it the Curiosity rover on Mars has yes,
2: yeah Curiosity
0: uh, hit nine years old still operational survived many a dust storm
2: yeah so yeah big big milestone for the for the rover it's um Yeah, two two two-year lifespans, which was kind of the initial designs when it landed there. So that was back in 2012. Um, Yeah, the rovers—they have birthdays. So the birthdays are usually the days that they land. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's pretty good. The first—I know the first year that it landed, its first birthday, NASA actually sent out um, a song to the rover. They sang Happy Birthday to it, um, and then it kind of sadly sent it back to us. So Mm. it's like the loneliest birthday ever. In reverse. Yeah. Bit crushed. But yeah, so nine years, which is a massive achievement, and it's still going, you know, fairly strong. So I know the folks at NASA will be pretty stoked with that.
0: What are some of its milestones that it's achieved in its nine years?
2: Yes, I mean, the the current rover, the one we've talked about, the modern Perseverance rover, that's basically based on everything we know from Curiosity. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, as its predecessor, it it basically discovered that um, Mars was a really kind of watery world. There was a lot of water there. Um, The place it landed was a lake. Um, and that conditions for, you know, potential microbial life did exist. Um, So yeah, it it gave us a wealth of information and still does to this day and it's kind of, we just build on that and that's why these new rovers are so advanced because of older ones like Curiosity. Mm
0: -hmm. And it's slowly making its way around Mars?
2: Yeah, it's basically climbing a mountain, Um, it's called Mount Sharp, it's just like five and a half K mountain. Um, but it's basically heading up the slopes of the mountain. It's yeah. beautiful photos up there too. But
1: um, do we have any audio? Is it kind of just like real squeaky and? Sounds um, like it's about to no,
2: break? <laughs> not from. It doesn't have a microphone. Perseverance does though, because um, that's one thing they wanted to put on Curiosity, oh, yeah. but didn't. Um, Might as well. Yeah, but um, we do get audio from Percy, but not from Curiosity. But it's um, yeah,
1: the it's just making a racket, you know? Like, oh. oh well, we
2: ha- we have reco- um, audio from like the the wheels driving, and it sounds really like kind of clangy and metallic because the the rocks on Mars are pretty jagged and, you know, it actually pierces the... Um, does the atmosphere affect
1: sound as well? I guess it would. Right? Yeah, it
2: does. It, the sound's really kind of dull and muted and it sounds like you're wearing, like, muffs, basically, over your ears and you just can't hear anything. It's, it's really strange. Rad. Cool. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, Russia have taken a swipe at NASA and, and uh, have accused a NASA astronaut of sabotaging... Um, A spacecraft in 2018, or the ISS. Bringing up some old stuff.
2: Yeah, some, you know, airing out the dirty laundry. Mm.
1: Um,
2: Yeah, so this this goes back to yeah, back in 2018, there was basically um, astronauts aboard the station. They detected an air leak. Um, so they investigated and they actually found um, the hole and the hole wasn't like a it wasn't a crack or anything it was an actual drilled hole Um, and they kind of didn't know where it came from they investigated and nothing kind of really came from it and they patched it up so it's all good there was no real danger Um, but yeah just like in the last week um, an official from the Russian space agencies basically come out and said oh well we actually blame one of the astronauts one of the NASA astronauts at Mm. the time
1: just hanging Um, a picture up or something
2: well (laughs) even worse they claimed that she had a mental breakdown wanted mm. to leave oh. so she sabotaged the spacecraft to you know cause potential
1: danger ooh that's a that movie that's a movie
2: yeah it literally it's something out of a movie and it's you know NASA basically you know shot back and said that's ridiculous that has no you know no basis and we stand by our astronauts but
1: yeah, you could say um, the same thing to back at Russia. You know, like, it's not really. Yeah, I guess the scary part is nobody knows, right? And this is we're talking about an industry that is like the dots in the eyes are like heavily. Mm, exactly.
0: Were yeah. there Russians on board the ISS at the time?
1: Oh yeah, they've been they've been up there with the Americans since the very beginning. So mm-hmm. they've
2: always kind of had to. You know, the astronauts live with each other. They've kind of they have to get along. But um, you know, down on the ground, it's usually the the agencies that fight with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I think. So I think what's re- what's really happening is because I know we spoke the other week of um, that Russian module that went to the station and it accidentally fired the thrusters and you know they lost control for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that obviously looks really bad for the, the Russian Russians. space agency. So I think yeah. this is a little bit like oh well you know let's put something back on NASA. Okay. It's just a lot of politics really, which is
0: yeah, oh, sucks. not not fantastic. I'm assuming that the all, the astronauts all managed to play nicely together though, and it's just the space agencies going head-to-head on this one?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, the astronauts, they're very, like, they're PR trained, you know. They're Mm -hmm. they're very kind of professional and you'd never hear, like, personal opinions from them. Mm -hmm. Um, And even that, like, the agencies, but, yeah, I think Russia's a bit more... um, bit more blunt with their words.
1: What size was the drill hole? we Are talking like an eighth drill bit? Yeah, like really small. Like Like, 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 like expecting a rivet would go through in there kind of thing? Just like a little screw, like it wasn't even big. And the other thing I can't understand is did the hole go, because I'm I'm assuming these are like quite thick walls, so the hole hole went all the way through both sides?
2: Well, I'm I'm not really sure, they didn't really release the entire report, but there's there's photos of the actual hole from the inside, Um, but it was basically enough that the astronauts then had to go on a spacewalk and they had to like rip off material from the outside to actually see uh. if it had punctured, because there's obviously layers in these, yeah. you know, spacecraft. But yeah, it's just it's a bit of a, a bit of a movie plot. That one
0: mm. fun. Now, okay. Josh, what's happening at the startup?
2: Um, ci- exciting news, we um, we've teamed up with a production company called Hackman, um, and we've got a this really cool interactive theatrical experience. We're calling it called Habitat Eight. Um, so we'll be running that in October, and it's it's basically a it's this really cool interactive show where um, we get, you know, people that come in, are like people going to Mars on a colony, mm-hmm. um, and you're in this experience where we've basically we're taking out the chairs from the dome and we're creating this like Mars environment, and you're kind of there to be one of the first people on Mars, and you're, you know, solving problems, and we've got um,
1: oh, cool. people you're interacting with. So it all just ends up like Lord of the Rings, though. <laughs>
0: Do you mean Lord, of uh, Lord of the Flies? Lord of the Flies. <laughs> I mean, Lord of the Flies. Lord
1: of the Rings. <laughs> Lord of the Rings meets
2: Lord of the Flies. Well, it could be, yeah. Lord of the Flies, Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's just, I don't have too many details yet, but um, we're, we'll definitely be releasing them soon. But yeah, it looks like it's going to be a really cool experience.
1: Fantastic. And I've very uh, checked out here. It's only around 30 bucks and uh, cheaper for kids. So Ooh. it sounds like a bit of a situation. Yeah. Keep an eye on that. There's also a cool video that you can watch here and on the uh, Stardome website. So I implore people to have a look at that. Uh, that's that's us, mate. Thanks yeah. so much. All right, we'll see you next time. Cheers, ciao. All right, kakete.
0: Control, we are docked. That was spaced out on 95 BFM thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium.